Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. So, you know, we just got done talking to our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. And we are going to be joined in a minute here by our current electric superheroes. And I get asked, I have been asked the last eight weeks a number of times, hey, you know what, you're, you're highlighting uh, these student athletes and then you're talking about these superheroes. And, and I just think that in, in the world that we're living in right now, if I can, if I can do this and, and I can take two segments of this show to tell you stories about young people that are doing really good things in our community. Um, I think it's important to do that. And I think it's important for, for us to know and start feeling a little bit better about some of the things that are going on because one day these are the people that are going to lead our community. And when I told Lakin, look, remember how nice I was to you because when you, know, you open your new company, when you whatever you're doing – Make sure you hire me to open doors for people. And she I don't think she sounded very like she was going to actually do that. But we'll find out about that. I am so excited to introduce you to our Kern Electric Superheroes of the Week. What makes someone a superhero? They can leap tall buildings in a single bound? No. Faster than a speeding bullet? No. More powerful than a locomotive? Absolutely not. Let us introduce you to what we believe superheroes are really about. It's time for the current Electric Superhero of the Week. So these superheroes of the week, these are, uh, you know what, I've known these girls a long time. Uh, We go to church together. Uh, Their dad um, is a pastor at uh, Brookside Baptist Church, where I've gone to church for a long time. Big fan of, of their dad. And I've watched as these kids have, have grown up. 
And I can tell you that, you know what, um, they do a great job at our church. And when I was talking um, to, to Pastor Fleming and Pastor Keith about them, I told them about our, our current electric superhero of the week. And I knew that they had taken some mission trips and I knew that they volunteer at our church. And I know that one is in special music and they do a lot. And I said, hey, do you think that we could we could honor them a little bit? And he said, I would love that. So we are now joined. They're sisters, Kate and Anna Fleming. Uh, Kate, let us let me start with you. She's a, a senior. These are two girls that are homeschooled. Um, Kate is a 4.0 grade point average. Let me talk a little bit about her activities. Uh, she's played volleyball seven years, um, plays uh, music, the piano, the violin, guitar, ukulele. She sings in the choir. She sings in special music at Brookside Baptist Church. And we'll get into some of the mission trips that she's done. We're now joined by Kate Fleming. Kate, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really good. Hey, let's talk about your seven years playing volleyball. Um, it is the, uh, I think it's Southwest uh, or Southern Wisconsin Christian Homeschool Athletic um, Volleyball Team. And you guys had a chance uh, to go to the Nationals again this year. You guys took fifth. Volleyball is your sport. You enjoy playing that. It is. Yeah, I love volleyball. Hey, what? Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the mission trips, and we're going to get to Anna here in a minute, but I told you guys I was going to talk to Kate first because she's the older of the two, and I'm sure Anna just rolled her eyes when I said that because Kate's like, come on, I am the older of the two. She's heading off to Bob Jones University next year, and she's going to pursue a degree in music education. Um Kate, when, when, when we talked on the phone the other day and I said, hey, tell me a little bit about some of the things that, that you have done and volunteered with, and you started with these missions trips that you've, you've done, um, can you talk about where you've gone and, and some of the, the, the things that you've done there? Um, where are the missions that you've been on? So I've been to St. Vincent twice, and there we ran a VBS for the kids um, we would teach the kids Bible stories, play games, sing songs with them, do crafts. And that's actually one of my favorite memories from any of my mission trips that I've been on, just because the kids there were so excited to get to come and learn about God with us. And we made really great friendships with them right away and spent the whole rest of the week getting to know them better and getting to spend time teaching them about God. Um, so that's that was awesome. really cool. Um, um, I've been to New York twice. Um, and there we ran a um, food pantry where people there would come to the church and we w while we were getting their food ready in the back, they would get to listen to a message and we would get to share the gospel with them there. Um, I've been to Spain and there we helped the missionaries work on their farmhouse. So we just did some work around there for them. And we also ran a VBS for the kids there, which was really cool because since they speak a different language, we really had to work on communicating with them. And then this past summer, we went to Red Cliff Bible Camp in Wyoming, and we just helped them do work around their camp. How, how old are you? You're 18? I'm 18. 18 years old. So people listen, and, and, and look, I've said this before, but I certainly told uh, Kate and Anna, when I was 18, I only thought about myself. Didn't know where my socks were half the time. Look at what we're talking about, and, and Anna's been on the same trips, been to St. Vincent twice, in New York twice, in Spain, and the Red, uh, Red Cliff Bible Camp in Wyoming. 
And it, it's amazing the amount of work that these young people have done at such an early age. And I'm proud to say that they belong to Brookside Baptist Church, where I go. And I, I, I think that, you know, Keith and Sarah have done such a good job with these these girls. Um, Anna, if we can talk a little bit to you, you know, you've played volleyball, but you're also a soccer player as well, correct? Yes. And when when I said to you guys the other night, hey, with all these missionary trips that you guys have done and the, the missions that you've worked on, if you could, if I could take you and go, you can go back there tomorrow. Where would you go? Anna, what would you, where would you go? I would go back to Spain. You would. What about Spain? Do you think um, for you was was such a good trip? I think it was just such a good opportunity to learn new things with the language barrier and just being out of the country. Hey, Anna, you guys also um, do a lot of volunteer stuff at church. Um, where, where within the church do you guys uh, volunteer? Um, we both help with Awana and nursery. So. Um, when the kids are crying back in the nursery, then I have to, I should come to you and tell you guys, you got to get those little ones to knock it off. Is that how that works? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I would, I would not do that. Um, <laughs> and how hard is it going to be uh, for you? You know, when look, you, you and Kate and, and when we talked the other night, I said, are you guys best friends? You're like, we're really good friends, but we're sisters. And I know that cause I come, there's six McGiverns and we used to battle a little bit when we all lived in the same house, how hard will it be for you when your sister Kate heads to Bob Jones University? It will definitely be hard. It will be so different than it is now. Hey, Kate, um, your your motivation for, for and Anna, I'm going to ask you this as well, but you, you, having a servant leadership heart, as I just talked to Lincoln before, um, it I don't believe that it's something we're born with. I think, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think it's more of a learned behavior. Your motivation mm -hmm. for, for serving others on these trips that you go and what you want to do with your life after you get through Bob Jones University, where do you think that comes from? I personally think that a servant leadership part just comes over time. Um, the more you serve others and volunteer for different things, the more you want to serve because you see how rewarding helping others is and how much of an impact serving others can have on their lives and also on your life, getting just to help other people and be a part of their lives. Hey, Kate, you did, you did a, a solo. Um, you sang a solo the other day at Brookside a couple of weeks ago, and you did phenomenal, by the way. I did. Thank you. Yeah, you were, it was, you did wonderful. And I was really proud Thank of you. you. And that's something that you couldn't, you don't have enough money in your bank account to pay me to do that. So well done <laughs> on that. Hey, Thank Anna, you. you're sure you're welcome. Anna, your um, servant leadership heart. Um, where do you think that that's come from? And do you think you'll continue with that as you get older? Yes, I also think that it comes over time and just the more you love God, the more you start to love others and want to serve them instead of doing things for yourself. What a perfect time to have you guys on, you know, um, with with the Christmas season starting and for 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 two gals, one is 18 and one, I believe, Anna is 16 to be able to, to come on the radio live and be so comfortable to talk about that side of their life. And the reason they do this and the reason they help people and they go on these mission missions trips to help people and to talk about God, talk about their faith. And they truly are, are superheroes to me. 
and uh, I, I've seen them grow up, and they've just grown up to just be really kind and caring uh, young people, and I appreciate that. Guys, we, I don't know if we could have picked uh, better superheroes of the week for this week, and uh, Kate and Anna Fleming, congratulations. This week's Current Electric Superheroes of the Week. Have a great weekend, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, and go to Current Electric Facebook page. If you want to take a look at their bios and some of the things we just talked about, uh, they're going to have two very nice, uh, one picture of the two of them together. And uh, I, I could not be prouder that, they're, that they belong to the church that I belong to because they're great ambassadors for, for Brookside Baptist Church and really good ambassadors for their mom and dad, uh, Sarah and Keith Fleming. We're going to get to a break, other side of the break. We're going to talk to a student counselor over at Greendale Martin Luther. There was a decision, a decision made yesterday up in Stevens Point with the WIAA with a, a player that's really well known in this, uh, this area. And uh, I don't think he's going to be able to play, at least not right now, going to be able to play. And uh, I look forward um, to talking a little bit about this, this young man and the amount of um, really good things that people have to say about him. But I'm a little surprised, and, and I was able to talk to a couple of people off the record from the WIA, so I understand where they're coming from. But I want to talk to, uh, it's Carolee Hammerlin, who is a student counselor at Greendale Martin Luther, and we're going to talk specifically about this young man, but then more in general about how important it is that, that we figure out a way to get kids back in the classroom and back at practice and doing the things that they should be doing. And we have to get them back there, I think, for their mental health. And we'll talk to Carolee on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Oh, come, oh, come, Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save Stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I am Mike McGiver, and we are now joined. She's a, student, she's a counselor over at Greendale Martin Luther, and I, I got a chance to know her when I was coaching over there for four years and get, got to know a lot of the people there, and a big fan of, obviously, Coach Wallershine, but the administration and the people at that school do great work. And though I'm not coaching anymore, I'm retired. I'm in that building a lot because I'm a big, again, a big fan of what they do. And Carolee Hammerling is somebody that I wanted to reach out to for a couple of different reasons. And it's not exactly what she wanted to be doing today, but I appreciate her willingness to come on the show. Carolee, how are you today? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you? I'm doing good. I miss seeing you. You know, I see you a little bit in the hall, but... You know, this would be the time of year that we'd be seeing each other a lot, but it uh, it's good. Retirement from coaching is is not bad. I've uh, I've gone on this big old health kick journey, and things are are going pretty well with that. So I need to stay focused into that. Hey, so um, yeah. we don't want to specifically talk too much about the decision yesterday from um, the WIAA that said that uh, that Jeff Brazil, who is a young man who you know, if you're if you're any if you follow basketball in this area, you know about this young man. Six five can can play, but that's not the part I want to talk about here. I, I they they say right now the answer is no that he's not going to be able to play at Martin Luther this year, 
And I talked to a couple of people off the record with the WIA, and I understand a little bit where they're coming from. The part that I'm struggling a little bit with is this is a whole different year right now. And he, he started at Martin Luther in the beginning of the year. He is, he is a really good kid, taking care of his business. And I think that for the mental health of, of kids, and you're, you're a counselor at Martin Luther, that it's important for us to get them back to some normalcy as quick as possible. And, and how would you respond to that? I mean, we are super privileged as a school to be able to be in person and not only to be able to be in person, but to be able to serve families who don't actually feel safe enough to be in a building. So then we serve them remotely. Um, But the majority of our students have asked to be in person. And, um, you know, mental health is, it's a big crisis right now. Kids on a daily basis are um, dealing with uh, anxiety and depression, and there's a lot of different Um, symptoms that come along with that and I truly believe as a counselor um, giving skills different to or students different tools um, but getting kids connected to what's going on physically in a high school is how they stay healthy Um, and yeah I agree I'm sorry to cut you off I and I just want to tell you I agree with you 100 percent and I don't know I don't know if if everybody when when they're making decisions and you know look we need to be consistent with our decision process. I understand that in every year but maybe this one. Maybe this one we need to waver a little bit to say hey look, we have to we have to take into consideration the mental health of these kids. Now, I understand because of what's, what's happened here in the city of Milwaukee, in Green Bay, and up in Madison, where they've already said winter sports are done. We're not playing. That they, they that the WI would have a lot of kids now coming to them saying, well, I want to transfer over here because I don't like being virtual. I want I, I, the educational side. And they know that a lot of these kids might be doing that so that they can play athletics. But I think, I think, Carolee, that... And you being a counselor, you would know more than I, but I think the mental part of this, the mental health part of this for these kids is what we have to think about first, rather than are we being consistent with all of our rules? Right. And and one thing I wish I would have done differently yesterday is, is brought up mental health. Um, um, because there's something about um, not just being in the classroom and doing your job as a student, but being physically active, you know, whether you're singing on a stage or playing ball on a court, that just makes, you know, like to keep it simple, all the juices in your brain flow and that allows you to be a healthier person. And if we're going to take that away from our kids, you know, um, we're going to be in a bad situation, sports and, and athletics and um, theater you know, that's what kids kind of live for some time in high school. Right. And um, that's just the reality. We're talking with Carolee Hammerlin, and she is a student, she's a counselor over at Greendale Martin Luther. And I reached out to her um, first because she was up in Stevens Point when the WI made that decision um, that Jeff Result would not be able to play basketball. Now, I don't know if there's things behind the scenes uh, that are going to happen th- that they may try to, to change that. And, and to be honest with you, don't really care about him 
on the basketball court right now. I know that he's as good a player as there is in the state in his in his age group and the juniors. Um, and they would make Martin Luther. He would make them a, a, a possibly a state championship contender. I believe that. Um, but I think overall, when we're talking about not only Jeff but other kids that aren't getting the opportunity. And, and look, they said, well, he can play uh, JV this year as a junior and then varsity next year. That that's, wouldn't be fair either because, you know what, if, if any of the schools that are in that conference, this is the best junior in the state of Wisconsin. To play, to play JV just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. With what he's been through um, and, and how the school he was at last year just kind of shut the doors and said, hey, hey guys, you're on your own. You know, the, to, for him to pick up and come to a place like Martin Luther and, and be able to, 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 to get his academics to where he's gotten them. Now, he's got some work to do, from my understanding, and he's willing to do the work. He's not shying away from that, showing up every day. I think that, that the WIA has to take into consideration some of these stories rather than just have it be a blanket, absolutely not. And that's the part that's getting me a little nervous on this whole thing, Carolee. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I've done a lot of thinking about this because, you know, when you when you don't have things necessarily go the way that you feel a kid deserves to have, you kind of think about, man, what could I have done differently to help them understand as a counselor and at Martin Luther where I'm coming from, where, you know, um, our athletic director and I went up there together. Where are we coming from to help this kid? And um, as a, you know, what I explained there is, you know, we have all had to think outside the box with COVID um, in the educational system. So what are they doing to think outside the box for these kids? How are they looking at things differently? Because it's all fluid. Everything is changing. These kids' lives um, are completely, you know, academically and then athletically, they're all up in the air. So how are they being creative and listening to other kids' stories um, and really hearing what is going on? Um, you know, the, uh, Jeff came from a school where, you know, once I looked at his transcript, I was like, okay, I look forward to seeing what else is on there. And, and he didn't get the credit. It's like the school year didn't even exist, even though he or the semester didn't even exist, even though he was there for some of the semester. Right. So how are they looking at the big picture? Um, you can't necessarily I believe in policies. I believe in procedures. I would not want to be in WIAA shoes because, you know, they they got probably a lot going on. Um, but I believe the student is different. And I completely understand why. He would want to transfer and um, he wants yeah. he needs credit and he deserves an education. We're able to provide that. And I don't think they fully saw um, the big picture. Well, and, and look, after talking again off the record with a couple of people uh, from the WIA, you know, the, their their thing is, look, if we you know, we have to be consistent here and we've had a lot of of people coming and saying, hey, do we, you know, I would like to, to change schools. One of the differences is that he started at Martin Luther in the beginning of this year, I think. 
Um, I, I wouldn't want to be in either either shoes, to be honest with you. I, I think yeah. um, the WIA is doing what they think is 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 best overall in this, for the state of Wisconsin. Um, and if they were to, to take every one of these requests on an individual basis, I don't know if they have the time nor energy with everything else going on to do that. Um, I know that they've, you know, dozens of, of accommodations for, you know, high school athletes in, in the schools at this point. And, and I learned about those yesterday. And, and they certainly, in reading a lot of this and watching some of these Zoom meetings that WI has had, um, they, they have been preaching about the mental wellness and physical fitness and quality of life stuff that, that we just talked about. I, I just, and I don't know if I'm, I'm too close to the, the situation, but when I hear about this kid and I knew about him for a couple of years now, um, you know, I, I just, I just thought that this was one that they would say, look, we, we need to have this kid, allow him to play as long as he continues to get his grades up and things like that. So Curly, I can't thank you enough. I, I really appreciate um, just kind of your scope and, and, and what the way you think about this, not just on the court or on the field, but in the theater side of it, on the chest, on all of that, and the importance that you see in extracurricular activities um, to keep these kids doing really well in school. Uh, I'm a big fan of yours and the people at Martin Luther. So thanks a lot for a few minutes of your time. Yeah, Oh, we uh, we just lost her again. Carolee Hammerly, thank you so much. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Ty Mosler is going to join us. And Ty, um, basketball coach over at South Division and is pretty outspoken with his beliefs. We're going to uh, have the next two segments with Ty Mosler. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaching Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Angels we have heard on high Sweetly singing o'er the place Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Boy, it's been quite the show, man. And we're going to end the show next two segments with... uh, He's a friend of mine, man. I got a lot of respect for him. That there's no doubt about that. Ty Mosler. Hey coach, how you doing today? Doing good. How you been, Mike? I've been good, man. I have uh, you know, been this, this has been a roller coaster kind of show for me. You know, you start with Mark Miller and you know, two seconds into the show I gotta say how how bad I feel that the WBY shootouts are not gonna happen or the Terry Porter Classic isn't gonna happen, that kind of stuff. And then get into talking about great basketball and and I didn't think that uh, the kid from Sussex Hamilton's injury was as bad as maybe it is. So hopefully it's not as bad as Mark thinks it might be. Uh, so, you know, you get on that roller coaster and then get a chance to talk to Jed Hansen from, from Pick and Save and thank him and our student athlete, which is great, and our superheroes are great. And then we got to get back into, look, how important all of, extracurricular activities are how important it is to get back and have our kids get back in the classroom and ty i know you've been pretty outspoken about a lot of this you know where are you at with all this um you know i i talked to mark miller on it a couple weeks ago and uh the, the thing that you know you hear both sides of it everyone wants to say it's not political but unfortunately it does become 
political, but removing the politics out of it, you know, the bottom line is, is we are in a pandemic and unfortunately everyone's going to suffer in some regards and that sucks. So the kids that are playing, they don't get to play in front of their parents or their fans or their, you know, the student body, uh, the kids that aren't able to play, you know, their, their mental health and their physical health are, you know, being, uh, in question. And, uh, so you, when we're in the situation, there is nobody that wins, unfortunately. There's nobody that wins, you know, and I think, look, I, I can tell you this, that, that if there is, if there was a winner, it would be, I think it'd be the kids, the, the, at least that got a chance to play a little bit of football, the kids that got a chance to play volleyball. The kids that got a chance to, you know, to do the fall sports that, that, you know, even if it was just playing a few games, but getting together with their guys, you know, getting coached up, putting the uniform on and, and, and having that part of their life feel a little bit normal, even though there wasn't as many people in the stands. I understand that. But I think that that was really important to get them to that point. I feel bad for the, for, I feel bad for the city, Ty. Yeah, it's it's rough on the kids in the city of Milwaukee right now and the ones that, that aren't playing, without a doubt. And, uh, you know, you, they, they ask why, you know. And, and it's, as, a, as a 16, 17, 18-year-old kid, uh, it's hard for them to understand. Their, their brains aren't equipped like an adult that have dealt with uh, situations and frustrations and disappointment and how to deal with it. And, uh, you know, they're... They don't, they don't see the big picture sometimes, and that, that's that's all kids. That's not just city Milwaukee kids. That's that's all kids when you're that age. And you know, as an adult, we're a little bit more equipped to deal with uh, some bad, some curveballs, some things that don't go your way, and then trying to explain to the kids, hey, try to understand why, and here it is, and that can be really difficult for these kids that basketball is important to them, and that is you know, what, uh, is the most important thing to them, uh, in their life. So, uh, it, it is rough on the kids from the city of Milwaukee that are not playing. You know, there are kids from the city of Milwaukee that are playing depending on the school that they go. And that's another right. tough one for kids, um, to not understand or not get the big picture and asking why, when, you know, I'll, I'll use Martin Luther as an example, because I know you won't be offended by this. Cause I'm just sure. telling you from a kid's you know, point of view, kid lives on 56th in Hampton, goes to Martin Luther. He's getting to play right now or, or her. The kid who lives on 55th in Hampton, a block down, goes to Bayview is not getting to play. Well, that kid that's at Bayview is looking around going, well, I'll come on. I don't get to play. You know, they get to play. And that, that, that makes it hard as for the adults, you know, the coaches, the athletic directors, you know, central office administration to be able to try to, uh, keep them engaged and keep encouraging them and saying, Hey, you know, people are trying. It's maybe it isn't fair. It's not fair, but you know, that's life. And how are you going to respond to it? How are you going to, how are you going to come back from it? How are you going to deal with it? So it's, 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 it's hard. It's rough on, on the kids from our conference without doubt. How, how is it for you as, as the head basketball coach, this has got to be a difficult time for you as well. I don't know if I would say difficult. It's weird. It's really, really weird. Um, I talked to Jim Goss a lot. I, I've talked to Dan Wandry quite a bit. I talked to our assistant coaches and uh, 
uh, another a prominent Mesmer uh, employee, Ken Clackwith, um, that it's weird not having any basketball that since I was 13, 14 years old, every day at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, you've been in a gym, whether you were playing or coaching, head coach, assistant coach. It, you, you're, you've been in a gym, and now it's weird. I'm at home at 4 o'clock, and it's light outside in, in December, and looking around like, what am I doing? Like, what, what, what am I doing? My wife's looking at me like, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't, I've never been home at this time. All the kids are picked up and dropped off here or there, and now it's like, okay, you know, I, I'm not fixing anything up. I'm not doing any projects. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, ruin my house. To, so what, what am I doing? That, that, and that's, again, difficult. I don't, you know, learn to handle it. It's just really, really weird. It's weird. Yeah, I, you know what, and it had been a while for me. This one's a little bit easier. Last year was really weird. But, you know, this <laughs> right. would be the second uh, season for me, and it started to – I'm starting to figure it out a little bit. I'm starting to figure it out a little bit. Hey, Tide, let's talk a little bit about if you guys were to play. And I, I'm, uh, I, and I'm not kidding when I say this. I immediately, when I get uh, the Wisconsin Basketball Yearbook that Mark Miller puts out, I go right to the South Division page because I, I always find your strengths and questions to be uh, by far the funniest. And your strengths this year would have been nice weight room and locker room. Big field house, good budget, great principal, and athletic director for support, excellent and dedicated assistant coaches. Questions, lack of athletes in the building who want to play basketball. Those are all facts, Mike. They're all all facts. facts. (laughs) I know they're all facts. I mean, if I would say, hey, look, uh, you know, pick a page. I'll just go to page 249 for some reason because I just went to it. Strengths, defense, experience, and depth. Questions. Um, size. How size. we're going to start? Yeah, size. correct. Here. Size. Height, size, rebounding. Height, size, rebounding. Uh, I've often thought this. So, like, <laughs> if there's seven teams in the conference out of eight that all this size is a question mark or a concern, <laughs> right? No one has it. It shouldn't be a concern because no one else has it either. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, any page that you tell me to turn to, I can just tell you. Here's our strength: is athleticism. Questions, rebounding, team depth, outside shooting. You know, Mm -hmm. those are all of everybody else's. And you can just go page by page until you get the South Division. What's your questions? The questions are lack of uh, athletes in the building who want to play basketball. The one year you put in um, the the weakness was we, our kids are too nice and they say thank you to the bus driver all the time. They did. And they share the ball with everybody. Yes. Yeah, that was just just brilliant. You know, I I just talked you know with the Oshkosh West guys one time about this because used to coach up there many moons ago and stay in touch with some of those guys, and we were talking about that. And uh, you know, I get why Mark Miller does it. You know, I mean, you know, coaches talking about their teams, but for us, for the majority of my lifetime at South Division, our teams have been the same. Like I can list the same strength and the same weakness every single year. <laughs> You know, well, I, I I can tell you this. My favorite uh, one was when we did a, game, a South Division game, um, and I think it was it might have been over at UWM at the Clotchy Center, and uh, I we picked one of your guards as our uh, player of the game, and I said, "Can I get him?" And you said, "Yeah, but let me get his sister as well." And I said, "Why?" You know, he didn't really speak English, and I said, "Yeah." Oh, 
So we had an interpreter, and the kid was phenomenal on the air. He had Chris so Arnold, much great passion. Kid. Great kid. Yeah. And you said, hey, if you really want to see him light up, talk to him about boxing. Comes from a boxing yeah. family. Yes. And the yep. kid was yep. brilliant when, I mean, he was so good on the, well, his sister was really good on the air, but his answers were phenomenal. And mm-hmm. he was a really good basketball player. And you yep. said, yeah, but he, you know, I'm not sure he'll play. He's not going to play anywhere. He's pretty small, but he's real tough. And, hey, let's get to a break. I got a number of questions for you on the other side of the break. And uh want to find out, uh, do you think some of this is ever going to come back? It's WBY shootouts, Terry Porter Clyde. This will come back in a year, I hope. I want to get your yeah, opinion on that. I think it will. Yeah. I, I hope so. We're going to talk about that, and then we'll talk about the markets that have shut it down, Milwaukee, Madison, and Green Bay. And I don't know if you heard our segment before, but WI said no to Jeff Brazil that he cannot play this year over at yep. – uh, he could practice with the varsity, he could play JV, but I, I don't think him playing JV basketball is, is the right decision either. But I'll talk to you about that on the other side as well. And we may disagree on some of that. We'll, we'll find out. He's Ty Mosley, the head basketball coach at Milwaukee South Division. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Thanks for joining us. Ty Mosler, head basketball coach at Milwaukee South Division. How long have you been there, Ty? Uh, this would have been my 19th year, but I'm reclassifying. <laughs> All right. Well, well played. Reclassify. Mm-hmm. Get that year back. Yeah. Um, yeah, so hey, all the kids do it. I figured, you know, why don't I should do it? You might as well do it. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Maybe I should do it too. I'm getting so old. Yeah. I'd like to reclassify and get one year back. Hey, hey let um, me tell you, pick a year where you didn't have that great of a record and eliminate that year from your from your record. That's what I'm going to do. Well, you know, there's guys in the past that when I'd see their record, <laughs> I I figured, man, they must have uh, they must have counted the JV and intramural games they won too, <laughs> because I don't know how many. I don't know uh-huh. if they got that many wins. Hey, do you think, um, and, and you gave me your answer, but you think a year from now we'll, we'll, we should be back to, to coming over to the Terry Porter and going to the WBY shootout? I think so. I mean, when this all kind of first went down, again, it was really strange, but you know, just my personal point of view on it, like try to put your faith in, in the hands of, of uh, smart people and these scientists that are beyond smart, and they'll, they'll figure it out. I mean... Uh, there's smart people out there all over the world that they'll uh, they'll figure out how to to defeat this thing or how to slow it or stop it or eliminate it. And uh, you know, when, again, I mean, I could be dead wrong, but if um, you know, when people ask you, you know, is it ever going to be normal again? Yeah, it will be. I mean, you know, uh, is it going to be in two months or eight months? You know, who knows? But I I hope so. I think so. Yeah, I I do too. I'm I'm with you. I, I definitely hope so. And, and I told Mark Miller that on a selfish point, you know, I, I take those days off between Christmas and New Year's specifically so I can go get burned out with high school basketball. You <laughs> right, know, and, right. and that, that, that's what I do. And, and that's not going to be available this year. And I just don't want my wife to put together some kind of honeydew list for me. We don't want that, Ty. <laughs> we don't right, want that. 
Hey, have you gone? Are you are you going to go out and watch some basketball? Were you were you be able to do that? Uh, Tuesday night, I was able to go watch uh, Germantown at Brooks Central in person, and then um, the last two nights, you know, I've sat on my phone and go back and forth with with guys. And uh, the great thing about YouTube is, um, you know, and my uh, Ken over at Mesmer, same thing, talking with him that, uh, you know, get out your computer, iPad, phone, whatever, and and I can go from Kakana to Sheboygan to East Troy to Menominee Falls and just keep watching different games. So, I mean, I was watching live when the thing went down with Baldwin. Um, yeah. You know, I I watched a bunch of games last night and Thursday night. And, again, it, it's it's weird watching those games. Even the one in person, I, you know, you feel bad. Again, for, the kids are getting to play, but it's just it's not even close to, to being the same. And it feels, you know, you know, I watched a little bit of the Kakana Appleton, I think it was North, and they're not allowing anybody in, even parents. And it feels like it's a glorified summer league game. I mean, you can hear everything and, um, you know, the kids are playing hard, but you can just tell something's missing. Right. Um, you know, it's it's still, you know, they're getting to play and coaches are getting to coach, but it, it's not the same. So I'll try to get out if, you know, something's available otherwise. You know, be sitting on my rear end watching games uh, you I, know, at I, home, like hey, flipping around. I watched uh, I watched Martin Luther um, against Janesville Craig the other night and going back and forth with that one, the Wisconsin Lutheran Whitnell game. And man, it it's it obviously is not the same. It's and it's difficult, especially if the cam- camera angle is bad and you lose oh, a lot yeah. that's going on in the corners. Yeah. That's yeah. really hard. Well, hey, one of the bad ones is if the camera is in the corner. Yeah. We're Lutheran in Lake Country Lutheran, and they might as well have been ants. Like, the camera was in the corner. You couldn't tell anything. Like, you couldn't uh, – individual player from, you know, one to the other, you can't see the numbers. And then if there's no sound, you can't hear the announcer saying, you know, so-and-so on the free throw line. <laughs> it, it can be difficult to watch, but, eh, what are you going to do? You know, I thought that, uh, and, and Martin Luther actually plays Wisconsin Lutheran tonight. And I thought Wisconsin Lutheran, I, I sent a message to Paul, said, you're going to have your hands full. That team's good. That team's oh, really yeah, good. Lutheran, yeah, very good. Yes, they are. Yeah. So, yep. you know, Prentice Young Kid is, a lot, well, so I met uh, Mark's uh, yearbook shootout last year. And he's good. He's really good. Yeah. Hey, do you, um, we had a conversation, and we just touched on it, Mark Miller and I, and he said, look, when you talk about greatest high school basketball players ever to come out of the state of Wisconsin, it, you know, Patrick might be one, might be the, the kid over at uh, Saskatchewan might be the best of the yeah. best. That yeah. I'll tell you what, I hope he, I hope this, this injury is not as bad as, as some people think it is. Uh, you never know, and then that's a tough one. I mean, here – Obviously, that kid has huge things ahead of him in life. I mean, huge, you know. I mean, from playing in big-time atmospheres to literally, literally millions of dollars, right? Right. And, you know, what's what's a kid supposed to do? You know, kid gets hurt. Do you rush him back to finish out this season? But maybe you do because, you know, these are his friends and, you know, never have a chance at a state championship again. And, uh, you know, what's the state tournament can even look like if there is one? You know, all those different factors for – a kid and her family to have to weigh really sucks. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. And and I'm wondering, I've been asked this a lot, when he'll make his decision on where he's going to go next year. 
Yeah, that's a tough one too. You know, I mean, obviously, again, his situation is a little bit different. He can go anywhere in the country, and your dad's the head coach at UWM. So, who knows? Who knows? I yeah, I I'm telling you, I told some people my uh, you know, my feeling on it, where I think he might go, and they told me I was out of my mind. But I I don't know. I you're it's pretty close to the family, huh? You're thinking UWM, huh? I'm not going on the earth saying anything. I'm saying it's a really <laughs> close-knit family. Yep, I wouldn't yep, be surprised, to be honest with you. I think what, no, what I happens, yeah, if, if I think if uh, if people at the next level say, look, you can be a one-and-done wherever you are. You get an opportunity to play for your dad for the first time ever. I think, you know, stay home and I I don't know. That's my feeling. Right. But if he's got, he can go to Kentucky, he can go to Duke, he can go anywhere he wants in the country. Yes, he can. Yeah. How do you how do you say no to that? You know how do you you know you're gonna go you can go play in front of twenty thousand people every night against other future NBA guys. You know how right. do you how do you say no to that? You know, see, you know he's six nine and he handles the ball. Yeah. If you put guys on on their shoulders, I've never seen a kid at at South Division six nine. Have I? <laughs> uh, we had a six eight kid a couple years ago that lasted four games, um, but there was a reason why he was six eight in that South Division and. Not a bunch of other different schools. <laughs> he is Ty Mosler, head basketball coach at South Division. Hey, if you're getting out to a game, let me know how you're getting in. And if you can get a second ticket, call me. I'd I love to come Mike, watch. I tell him I'm Mike McGivern. I tell him is I'm it, Mike McGivern. That, I get in. Man, I should start trying that. I tell him I'm Ty Mosler. They tell me no. You are not <laughs> that, getting that, in. That, right? All right. That's, don't do that. Don't do it. Hey, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Stay healthy. Absolutely to you, too. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure. You got it. He's Ty Moser. Thanks for listening. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.